Hi, it's Raina G. Today, I would like to give you my State of the Union address. A little early? Not really. It should have been done a while ago. The State of the Union is supposed to be a summary of the status of the United States presented by the Chief Executive Officer to the People's Electric Congress once a year. Congress, the House and Senate, needed central administration and communication to understand the position of the states in relationship to the country so they could inform their constituents and be guided in their actions, guided not by the president, but by their employers, the people of their districts and states. What the State of the Union has become instead is a soapbox and bully pulpit to laud the accomplishments of the majority party, be they real or imagined, and present a preview of that party's confirmed agenda. As a Tea Party conservative independent, my State of the Union is intended to clarify where we stand as a union of states and what we need to do to embrace that union, empower our states, and restore our unity to the limited government free republic it was intended to be. You see, we were endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights. The right to live free and pursue happiness. Through our Constitution and Bill of Rights, we gave limited power to a central authority, divided and balanced through three branches of government. Limited power. The true power was to remain with we, the people, individuals of every unique state, united under one flag, individuals free to pursue life under the rule of law crafted by our founders and divinely guided. What an incredible experiment. Somewhere along the way, and we can go back decades to find the beginning, we lost our path. We lost our vision of the Republic. We embraced ideology from failing countries and cultures and brought those ideas to our shores. Though our fathers and grandfathers had shed blood and risked all for our freedom, we allowed those who would empower central government and destroy individuality, our uniqueness, to poison the concept of liberty and steal our freedom. What is left now is the pursuit of life, but a life controlled by bureaucrats and a central government arrogant enough, naive enough, brainwashed enough to believe totalitarian control, a nanny state, is the right thing to do. They believe it is social justice, retribution, and redistribution, so all can be equal. All equal but those who are in power. Our founding documents are very clear. All are created equal, but under a free America, how you pursue and achieve happiness is not up to the government, but up to you. Over the past decades, and more directly over the past year, there has been a concerted effort by those in power to destroy and redefine that which was divinely conceived, and they have done so with every form of deceit, treachery, corruption, greed, and lies. There is no divinity in their mission. They have replaced God with an office icon, put the hopes, fears, and faith of the people into the hands of manipulators and crooks, and have attempted to destroy that special and globally significant part of life we know as the American spirit. Well, to recoin a phrase, not on my watch. Within days of taking the manipulated elected office of the president, Barack Obama, a man with many names and social security numbers, signed away $700 billion taxpayer dollars under the guise of stimulus for a failing economy. 
During his campaign, indeed, during his rise to candidacy, the progressive and black caucuses of the House of Representatives and the corrupt puppets of the Senate, led by Nancy Pelosi, Harry Reid, Rahm Emanuel, Barney Frank, Chris Dodd, Charlie Rangel, and others, conspired and made it their mission to collapse our great economy, veil it under the guise of a housing crisis caused by someone else, and capitalize on the fear of losing the American dream to further their agenda through the election of their token crusader for hope and change. Within weeks of taking office, our American car manufacturers were demonized on Capitol Hill so that a government takeover of one of the main producers of American products could be facilitated and the industry itself destroyed. The Chevy our parents worked so hard to build or to own will soon become a government vehicle fueled by greed and driven by the fraudulent fear that we, the people, are destroying Mother Earth and must take responsibility for that. Al Gore made more than $100 million just propagating the myth. Barack Obama, congressional co-conspirators, Obama-Gore insiders, and the Club of Rome stood to make billions from a cap-and-trade strategy that would destroy the American worker and further collapse the economy. Cash for Clunkers was another scheme, an accomplishment I'm sure this administration will applaud. Cheap cars for the poor. Our tax dollars funding rebates for those who couldn't afford to buy a car or wouldn't work so they could, while systematically destroying usable vehicles under the guise of planet protection. Our tax dollars going to those who don't pay taxes, and neither GM or Chrysler is success because of it. Free money. Taxable to recipients, but who don't pay taxes. Free money. Free cars. Free housing. Then free health care. Every American's right? Again, not on my watch. Nowhere in our freedom documents are these rights stated. Nor should they be. Our founding documents provide opportunity. And isn't that one of the phrases America is known by the world over? So many want to come to the land of opportunity, the home and land of the free. Is it easy to be an American? No. There are many responsibilities to the title American. Our local and state governments are responsible for schools, hospitals, roads, law enforcement and infrastructure, commerce regulation. Our federal government is responsible for national security, state oversight, and discernment in legal disputes, legislation within the constitutional law. We, the people, are responsible for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is our job to get educated, to pursue viable work or to create it, to serve our country in the protection of and maintenance of freedom, and to find happiness in knowing we are free to try, to succeed, to fail, and to try again. It is our job to maintain our Constitution and Bill of Rights without fear of constraint or mandates. Our job to represent that freedom, that beacon, beacon of hope to the world with pride and without apology. We were a country with the greatest economy in the world. We will be that country again. We were a country with the strongest military who aided those who sought freedom and stood ready to defend our freedom. We will be that country again. We are a country whose compassion was called upon by all, even those who say they hate who we are. We extended our hand, our wallet, and our faith. We will be that country again. We were a country who pledged allegiance to our flag, respected our history, nurtured our creativity, prayed for our troops, took care of our young and our old, 
and always, always provided the hope of freedom to the world. We will be that country again. We will stop the taxation our founders fought against so that job creators and workers will stay within our borders. We will downsize and limit the federal government until it is restored to its intended purpose. We will audit and close the Federal Reserve so that American dollars regain their value and become the prosperity of those who work to succeed. We will limit any influence from the United Nations as we work with neighbors and nations who have common beliefs of freedom and democracy. We will be vigilant and firm in defending the rights of free people in all countries and will have zero tolerance for tyranny. We will enforce our borders so that the door is open, but only to those willing to take the responsibility that comes with the title American. We will support our military and veterans so that when they are called to fight for freedom, they fight for victory in that cause and return home to jobs, education, and necessary health support. We will empower our states to take responsibility for water systems, roads, environmental hazards, and waste and to empower their people to share that responsibility so that America once again becomes America the beautiful. We will use the God-given resources within our own borders to provide the fuel and do so while respecting the land, just as our forefathers and the indigenous people did before us. We will weed out corruption in every county, every state, every court, every elected office, and prosecute those who have perpetrated the corruption no person will aspire to that corruption again when the penalties are known. We will re-educate our educators to provide schools for our children that are not filled with lies or propaganda. And no teacher will be allowed to teach without certification and continuing education. We will empower local school administrators to incorporate parents into the education process so that children know that school is their job as Americans and they regain the pride that comes from graduation. We will strive to stop individual agendas from becoming national issues. Corrupt unions will no longer set the agenda for American workers. A Congress abiding by the Constitution will no longer allow funding for corrupt organizations. State and federal courts will no longer be influenced by special interests. Term limits will ensure a Congress in touch with and representative of the people. National security will be understood and supported don't come here if you are not ready to be an American. Anti-American groups such as CARE, C-A-I-R, will be escorted out. Enemy combatants will be treated as such. There will be no czars. The Constitution will not be changed or overridden by any state or country. We will follow truth and not abide treason. There are, of course, many more things we must do to restore our economy, secure our nation, and make government work. But our first action has to be to get the country to a place of recovery from all that has tried to destroy her. We can do much, but first things first. We are a young country. We've made mistakes just as any child growing into adulthood. We've listened to the wrong people, followed the wrong leaders, forgotten the basic rules of truth and integrity, and taken our freedom for granted. It's time to grow up. How do we get our country back? And what do we do when we succeed? This is the year 2010. There are midterm elections specifically sculpted by our founders because they knew corruption was always possible. The November elections will affect every state and define who will represent us. Us. U.S. Us. Most don't pay attention to these elections because they have been convinced the only true election is every four years 
and within the context of one of two parties. Though important for unity among the states, the president is not God. To be representative, represented in our legislative branch, we need those who truly represent the values of America, not just individual values, but those truths set forth by our founders. We need to get educated and get active. You can become a precinct supervisor in your district. The precinct supervisor has profound influence on local and state elections. Do your homework. Find the candidates who represent the Constitution. Republican or Democrat no longer matter, as both parties have been corrupted almost beyond repair. Help others know what each candidate stands for truthfully. If they are socialists or progressives, say so. If they are conservatives, say so. If they are right-wing fanatics or left-wing radicals, say so. Voters need truth to know who and what they are voting for, regardless of disagreement. Help others become precinct supervisors. New positions can scare people. Show them how so they can succeed. If you're not the supervisor, support your supervisor in every way possible. Five dollars, fifty minutes, five days a week, whatever it takes to help get the word out to the voters. Hold town halls, dinner groups, social network chats, anything to help educate the people. Help voters to vote. Many don't vote because they can't get there or don't know who to vote for or vote for the perceived most popular candidate. Don't tell anyone who to vote for, but provide the truth about each candidate. Drive people to polling places, set up carpools, watch their kids or invalid mothers so they can go to the polls. Call friends and family in other districts or states to help them learn about the candidates in their areas. Teach them how to educate others. When a viable candidate is up against a political machine in any state, support them with all you have. Once we regain Congress and begin to weed out state and local corruption, the presidential election will be almost easy. America represents freedom and democracy to the entire world. We have a duty, an honorable duty, to elect those who represent and live by our Constitution, not the Communist Manifesto or Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, but the documents that keep us a free republic. Fellow patriots, fellow Americans, follow the path back to truth. Our nation was created under God. If you don't believe in God, that is between you and whomever you believe created you. If you believe in a God who promotes death and destruction, a God who has no divinity, do not tread on my divine nation. We can save America. We can make our country beloved to our children. We can be the nation we were meant to be. It is our duty to do so. Part two, oh, about a week from today. This is Raina G. Go to earthwalk-usa.com. Thanks for listening.